Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating Special Edition. We are coming to you from the SAP Center in San Jose on the very last day of the U.S. Championships. Actually, the U.S. Championships just ended not too long ago. They did, and we had such a wonderful ending to it. There were some great skates, but we have brought someone very special on for this episode to give us his input. You know him as the man behind the keyboard who covers two events simultaneously. If you saw his setup, you would be impressed. It's Jackie Wong. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, the You can see my setup from actually Lynn Rutherford's tweet, which has a picture of me watching uh, the the men's free skate and football at the same time. Football? I, I thought it was all skating 24-7. Football, Jackie? Football? How? Okay, you're going to have to explain this. The only reason I watch football, and actually this, it's not a, re- a good reason today because fantasy fo- football is not happening, but the only reason I usually watch football is because I'm in fantasy football leagues and I'm a very competitive person. So that's the only thing that really interests me about football. I just had it on today. Well, I'm also a very competitive person, but I, I play pub trivia and I call that I'm pretty competitive. Anyone who is on my team who may listen to this podcast knows that I am the defender of the realm when it comes to trivia. I will just have to say, with football going on here, I know people around this area are not too happy at the moment right now. 49ers, not in the Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles, maybe excited about that being on the east coast um but you know i'm bills bills fan um but yeah let's let's move off the football topic here because i can't go on any further than that let's talk about what we're actually here for but skating so jackie your thoughts sum it up as best you can more than 140 characters but tell us what you thought this weekend it's been an interesting nationals, probably one of the more wide open ones that I've seen in my, you know, really long career now. I, 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 this is my, what, eighth? I feel like you've been here since I've been here. 
And that was in 2006. So you've really only been here since two, like eight, ten years? 2014 was my first one, uh, which is crazy, right? Um, but yeah, my eighth nationals, uh, there was obviously the COVID one that I didn't come to, but that, that was the, that was the only one I didn't, I, I've missed in the last nine years. Uh, very wide open. You know, we had the favorites who all won. Um, and then there were, there were a lot of surprises and we ended on a, on a, what, one of a real, a good note. Also, not on a good note. I mean, the the men's event probably of all of them was the one that had the biggest highs and biggest lows, right? And I I felt that was it was a it, it was an exciting competition. I, I think versus the other ones where you either it was like like dance where it was like a whole bunch of good and you really enjoyed it, but there was not the the sort of like you know, I call it drama, but like there wasn't the the unexpectedness of the other event or if, of the men's event at least. Um, and then you know, pairs there were some good good skates. Uh, women's there were some good skates, but the, I thought the men, a lot of them, really brought it, both in the short and in the free. And that was the one that was the most kind of emotional roller coaster of all of them. And I mean, for me, seeing. Andrew Torgashev come back after a couple of years where he he just couldn't do things because he was injured and he didn't know what his injury was and he thought he knew and then he overtrained and then he injured it again you know all that all that kind of stuff just it was good to see him back get to see him back so much more consistent than he was before his work with Raf has really helped with him um, being where he is now and you know. Uh, as we record this, we are still waiting on the men's selection for worlds and for four continents. He won't be el- eligible for four continents because it's two weeks and he doesn't have the, t- the, the technical minimums. Worlds will be an interesting one because I think um, Ilya and Jason, like no doubt they're going to be named on the team, I, th- I would say. And then the third spot. You know, I just I just was crunching the numbers before we came on air, and um, you know, Andrew Torgashev literally has one competition, right? So that's the only data point that they have. Um, Max Naumov has a few data points, but they weren't great data points except for nationals. Jimmy Ma, same thing. You know, nationals was the big one for him, and the fall season was not great. The complete reverse was Camden Polkinen, who had a pretty good fall season, won a Challengers, got a couple medals, right, and 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 then didn't do terribly well here. So it's like, you know, how are they going to deliberate this? Who are they going to send? I would imagine that a- Andrew might get the nod for Worlds and Camden might get the nod for four continents that's my guess um i think max namov is in there for four continents as well um i think if jimmy ma had a had a stronger fall season i think he would be in there but so it's it's you know it's always the the like unexpectedness of how that's going to happen and it always happens with the men i think it feels like sometimes it happens with the women but um but we'll see. We'll see what, what, what it ends up with. It, might, it could be a very long deliberation. 
Yeah, it was definitely exciting, I think, to be in the arena, especially for Jimmy Skate and Andrew Torgashev, Max Naumov. They, it was wonderful to see the, all three of them have such great skates. And yeah, I'm glad I'm not in the deliberation room. I don't want to be the one making these decisions. I'm a data nerd, though, so I'm, I love the statistics that you were just mentioning. Who has the body of work, which is something that U.S. figure skating has been using for a while now to determine some of these assignments. Um, yeah, uh, coming from a dance perspective, it was great to see Madison Chalk, Evan Bates. They won their fourth national title. Followed by Caroline Green and Michael Parsons, um, again, changed their training location and put it together here. And then um, Christina Carrera, Anthony Ponomarenko, who were a little behind in after the rhythm dance, came back in the free dance um, to finish third. The U.S. figure skating has named um, Caitlin Hawak and Jean-Luc Baker to the world team, which I don't think is a surprise based on their fall season, which was spectacular. They, they qualified for the final. They medaled at their Grand Prix. It makes sense. So hopefully we'll have them back healthy by the time it comes for Worlds. Um, Christina Carrera, Anthony Ponomarenko, who are first alternates for Worlds, will go to Four Continents along with Madison Chalk and Evan Bates and Caitlin Hawaii and Jean-Luc Baker. Gina, let's uh, talk a little bit about the pairs. Well, I don't think it was much of a surprise that Alexa Kinnearm and Brandon Fraser were going to win um, their second national title. Um, and, you know, I think I was sitting next to you, Daphne, when that um, we were watching the pairs event and we, we knew right away, even though it wasn't probably their best skate, it was it was in their in the cards for them, definitely. Um, Emily Chan and Spencer Howe taking home the silver. Um, I mean, for me, I was most impressed with Ellie Cam and Danny O'Shea. This is a brand new team. Their third competition. And they took home the bronze medal. Um, now, all three teams will go to Worlds. Uh, Alexa and Brandon are not going to four continents. They're at Art on Ice. So um, Valentina Palazas and Maximiliano Fernandez will go to four continents. Um, and then Sonia Barham and Daniel Tumensev, who took home the pewter medal here, they will head to Junior Worlds. But yeah, the pairs event to me was I knew Alexa and Brandon were going to win um it just I mean I, we've we saw their fall season it was one of the best they've had I mean they had coming after winning the world championships and so it was only you know I mean I was expecting it here it was great to see them here because we didn't get to see them at nationals um last year so can you talk a little bit about the women's event yeah, the women's event, you know, Isabeau Levito um, claims her first U.S. title. Again, we've been talking about not, you know, the favorites 
came out and and definitely you know won and and that wasn't a shocker but i think again as we mentioned in our episode on after day one how close it was between isabeau and brady um was unexpected for me i you know i thought it could be close but i didn't think it was going to be that close um and you know Brady wins the silver medal here and I just have to say it's great to have Brady back and skating well um so it was just nice having Brady here um Amber Glenn moved up to claim the bronze medal um Star was in third after the short and Star Andrews finished in fourth um I think for me in the free skate the highlight might have been Josephine Lee um, she was making her senior debut and she had th- the best free skate, in my opinion, of the women's event. It was just, it was just great. Um, and she was very excited about that, um, for sure. So Isabel Brady and Amber will go to Worlds and Four Continents. I did speak with Brady, um, briefly today and she, uh, mentioned that she's staying, um, she's going from San Jose to Four Continents. So, um, or Colorado Springs, I should say. So she is not going back to France. Um, she is going to um, be staying here in the U.S. I, I just thought that was an interesting note. Um, but yes, they will. The top three will go to Worlds and Four Continents. So um, again, with the women's event, not unexpected to see Isabeau claim the top spot. But I'm, you know, very glad we had Brady back and skating well. Yeah, it seems to be a more mature Brady Tunnell. It was great to see her and even listen to her during the press conferences. Okay, so let's switch gears for just a second um, and talk a little bit about Europeans. Jackie, do you have any opinions on what you saw from the European Championships? Uh, another another one where I will call it interesting. Um, Europeans was... was uh, there, there were... There were some good skates there, and you know I think it the 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 things that were the most maybe heartwarming and or surprising were the two Swiss single skaters getting medals for the first time. It was pretty pretty cool that uh, Lucas Brisky, especially given that he uh, was injured, right? He he had a fractured collarbone that took him out of training. And he came back and skated the program of his life to win the bronze. That was pretty amazing to see. Um, and then, you know, and in in the women's event, Kimi Rapon getting, you know, getting bronze there. Like, that was definitely unexpected. I think a lot of people will tell you that Lucas was probably, you know, considered there right we didn't know what his potential would be given his injury but um we we knew that there was going to be potential there for him to medal um but kimmy was you know out of folks radars um i think i had her in like eighth or something like that so um uh that was that was fantastic to see and then there was some there was some good skating in in pairs in the short um and you know i think the for me the 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 revelation there is that instead of it being potentially a three horse race for the pairs at Worlds, it might actually be four with Conti and Machi, um, you know, one having already won the the medal at 
Grand Prix Final and now two improving on that um, with their European title. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic to look at their trajectory this season. They have just continued to build and build and build and add medals to their arsenal. And yeah, it's pretty, it's awesome. Um, in the dance event, top four remained the same after we mentioned this a little bit on our preview. You'll hear some exuberance behind us. I have no idea who it is. They love your <laughs> um, so and Fabry did win the title, but in the free dance, their score was just one point ahead of Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson, which means that it was pretty tight at the top. Then Yulia Turkula and Matthias vs. Luis of Finland took the bronze. This is the first Euros medal for Finland in ice dance since Susanna Rakamo and Petri Koko won in 1995. Uh, behind them was Allison Reed and Saltlius Ambrulovicius and the French team of Evgenia Loparova and Jeffrey Brassad round out the top five. Again, we've talked about this before. Things just look a little different, but it's so exciting to see Grignard and Fabry take that top spot for the first time. It was a lot of celebration, I know, for them. As we are getting ready to round out this podcast, we still do not have the men's team announcement as to who will definitely be going to those competitions um you can check our social media because we'll be tweeting out about the junior events and who will be going to junior worlds because that is a big um decision also for the single skaters they'll be going to a team camp or a junior world selection camp to determine who will go to that event um but the dance and pair teams have already been decided um, next year's nationals will take place in Columbus. This is the first time it's been in Ohio since 2009. It was in Cleveland in 2009. I remember being there for icedance.com. Actually, Cleveland was my very first nationals. And that was, I was not media. Um, I was not involved with figure skaters online. I was just at that point a fan who wanted to attend a competition and it wasn't too far from where I live. So I went and I would say Cleveland in 2009 was probably what got me to where I am now there. I have to go to nationals every year. I am a part of the media with figure skaters online and now our podcast. So um, I'm excited for um, Ohio to host uh, the U.S championships next year um it's closer to home we stay home on the you know the east coast the eastern time zone um that was an adjustment for me um being on eastern time and coming over on um to west coast time but um yeah just as we close out here um this was a good event a, a great you know great to be back it felt definitely felt normal um definitely felt like it was a normal competition um san jose i think once again delivered I, I i'll be honest i wish there were more people in the stands it was a little 
sparse um for some of the events um but yeah i think the crowd when maybe smaller but delivered i think you know they were they were you knew who they enjoyed um and they you know definitely showed it um but yeah with that being said i think now it's time to get ready for for continents i know it's time so gina i think that brings us to the end of our coverage of U.S. Nationals and Europeans. We both want to thank Jackie Wong for taking a few minutes to sit down with us to talk about this competition. Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us? Yes, you can find us on our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. And we're also on social media. Twitter, it's at this wk in skating and facebook and instagram it's this week in skating um we love your feedback or your questions if you were in san jose and want to let us know what you thought of the event or even if you were just at home and you want to let us know what you enjoyed about watching nationals this year um i'm sorry we didn't get to really talk or meet with a lot of people we were very busy i I have a lot to do when I get home. I was doing interviews like crazy. So a lot of stuff coverage is coming at figure skaters online, icedance.com. This week in skating, we might have some stuff because I did maybe talk to a certain person and got a question um, that we were waiting for. Um, but yeah, with all that being said, you can also reach out to us on it via email. It's thisweekinskating at gmail.com. As always, we appreciate the support that we've received via email and social media. I don't think we have to plug anything about FSO and IDC because we've mentioned already that, uh, yeah, we have a lot of competition stuff. Um, I have Euro stuff also. Gina will have Euro stuff coming as well. So I think that brings us to the end. Again, thank you to Jackie for popping on and sharing his thoughts of the competition. And with that, we've reached the end of our episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have a great week and safe travels home. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.